3: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
4: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it.
2: Hello. How are you? Hey, (laughs) I'm good. I miss you. I miss you as well. It's really hard, isn't
4: it? <laughs> I, I'm like ageing this end with grey hairs and oh, a, a moustache. I actually looked at myself in the mirror and thought, oh, fuck, that's a moustache <laughs> that I need to bleach. Um, and it's been that long since I've seen you that I feel like when I know that I'm seeing you, I do all my beauty. like.
2: Oh, is that you what know. you're going to do? You're going to have, have all your yeah. stuff done? Yeah. <laughs> to be like a Lylee woman? Because every time I look at you on video, I'm like, her hair. It's like you've stepped out of a salon every day it's not Mate. true it's all a myth do you know what i do i just curl the front bit <laughs> <laughs> the back bit is like a bird's nest that's that's what the that's that's the reality of it i just yes. do the front front couple of pieces and, and that's it so that know. is a really good beauty
4: tip though for anyone listening just do the front don't worry about the just back
2: for the zoos, yeah don't worry about the back <laughs> amazing how was your weekend okay yeah it was nice i just had i spoke about this on instagram this morning and we've chatted about it but like i had tears at, school you know before school today and it's like the first time we've had that like I don't want to go to school um and all of this and it basically turned out that there is someone at school who is trying to punch Axel and it really puts me in such a weird position like I don't know what to do like if it was me I'd probably want the parent to approach me just so that I knew like I mean, I'm not saying any no kids are bad at four. Do you know what I mean? You know, I'm not writing off a child and saying he's bad. But like, I'd want to know if Axel did something like that, so I could talk to him about it.
4: I, I think it's a really hard one because yeah. you know, if Axel's saying um, a child, you know, a kid at school's trying to punch me, you have to obviously listen to it. But at the same time, yeah. it might be you know, giving Axel a dead arm, which is what Kit did to another. <laughs> like no, but I mean, we're laughing, but like yeah. Kit did punch a little girl in the arm at his preschool last week. And I got pulled into another room um, by the preschool. And she was really lovely about it. She was like, look, you know, I sat him next to somebody who was really docile who's really placid and I knew that there wasn't going to be any problems because he is a bit boisterous kit and apparently yeah. he just turned around and, and and punched her and like that is not okay it's not good I was very upset about it and I was I, I said look should I speak to her mum and it was a little girl as well as you know it doesn't matter boy girl it's all it's all bad but um I said should I speak to her mum and sh- she said look no don't worry like we're handling it they do t- they did take it seriously but it was yeah it was more like he liked Punched out and then went like like that. I can't. He wasn't like you know right right. Put him up. Let's have a let's have a fist fight. But you yeah know, yeah, all, yeah. It all needs to be addressed. Otherwise, you don't know where it can go.
2: Yeah yeah. No that and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like I mean I always err on the side of like. Is he making it up? Do you yeah. know what I mean, I'm always like, is this is this true? Is this not true? And I did speak to a couple of other parents, and they've had similar issues. Right. And so then you're like, right, okay, this is true. You know, this is a thing. This isn't like Axel just deciding today didn't want to go to school. And I yeah. just, it's, it's just really difficult when things like that happen. It's like yeah. a whole other thing to navigate. Um, well, lots so of yeah. people on
4: Instagram have said that you should go to the teacher, go and to just the have teacher, a quick chat with them, and then yeah. they can speak to the parent and figure it out, or speak to the kids that you know the two of them that are involved and have a chat with them and figure it out because most of the time yeah, you know exactly. a conversation and then it's kind of done but it's you don't done. know
2: exactly exactly it's just a weird one isn't it it's, you know things take you by surprise like all the time yeah. and it just yeah it's just the new thing that I haven't had to deal with before that's, so, that's life and parenting that's life. I knew we were gonna get a song we were gonna get a song in there today <laughs>
4: Um, well, I'm I'm really excited about today's chat because this was actually recorded a few weeks back. This is part of our baby show live that we um, that we were involved with. We were obviously the official podcast partner for the baby show, and um, you know through that collaboration, we got to chat to. Two amazing women, one of which is Binky Felstead. She's coming in a bit, uh, not this yeah. episode, but today's episode we're going to be chatting to Danny Dyer. And what I love about her is that I feel like we've watched her grow up on screen. You know, when she yeah. was on Love Island, I was absolutely engrossed in that series. Yeah. I really did. <laughs> I, I really did spend you. a lot of time watching it. Um, and you know, and then she's, you know, she's become a mum and and mm. she's still, you know, relatively young. And she was so lovely, wasn't she, on yeah. the chat? Yeah. Down to earth,
2: yeah. yeah, and just you know, facing the same problems that we all do. You know, mm. when we when we become moms for the first time, and I you don't know, it's just really nice to hear those stories and how much you know support she gets from her mom, and just just felt like we were having a chat with a mate, really, didn't it? And yeah. she's just very you know very open and just said exactly how it is there was
4: was one moment sorry to interrupt you but there was one moment where she went um you know what my mates asked me the other day like
2: how are you sleeping it's like sleeping like shit and I was just like yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. exactly exactly she's just saying exactly how it is she's like I haven't got one of those kids that sleeps (laughs) so yes don't know about don't know about anyone who has but I haven't and I'm definitely not sleeping so yes it's a great chat and I really think you guys will enjoy it so let's get into it
4: So we are very, very, very excited today as this chat has been uh, brought to you in collaboration with The Baby Show and Georgia and I have both watched this lady as she kind of burst onto our screens. We watched her daily in Love Island. Uh, Now she's gone on to be a mum in the last four weeks to Santiago and she's kind of um, making us fall in love with that newborn bubble all over again by showing us all these kind of Just, I guess, the real moments of what happens in the very early stages of being a mum. Please, uh, let's give a very warm welcome, well, the two of us will, to Danny Dyer. Hello. (laughs)
0: Hello.
4: Danny, uh, the first question, how are you?
0: Um, I'm okay. It feels nice to actually be I feel like I'm in a work environment. It's quite nice to be fair. I've been in such a baby bubble. Um, it is incredible, but it's very tiring. It Aww. is very tiring.
2: And where is he now? Is it I mean it's I know what it was like. It's hard to just drag yourself away even for like ten minutes, isn't it, in the in the first few weeks? Oh yeah, I've literally cried. mama he's with my mum, my mum's took him on a little
0: walk. He loves the fresh air. I, I know if he's crying, as soon as I put him in the pram and he goes out, he's like just lazy. He knows what he's doing. Honestly, he is he's, he, he's me. He's a diva. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Already? I love that.
0: He is. He's just, he's so, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> you had you had us in stitches
4: this morning, Danny, because um, you were talking about the fact that you can't put Santi down. And it took me yes. and Georgia right back to those first, you know, couple of months oh. where you, you, you can't do anything. You can't eat your food. You can't go for a week. No. It's a
0: nightmare. Oh yeah, literally, he's been in the toilet with me, like because i <laughs> We won't go into
2: it.
0: We won't go into it. And I was like, "What am I? I don't know what I'm going to do." And then I didn't want to leave him downstairs, so I'm literally like putting him on the changing <laughs> mat. And he's just staring at me, and I'm like, "This is a little right. bit weird now." No, get used little, You learn to wipe your bum with one hand. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bless him, he never forgive me when he's older. Um, that, but at the minute, that's all he wants. He like every time I go to put him down, and I think, "Yes, I can like sleep now." Oh no, he doesn't me I don't even tease myself of sleep in the day now
2: oh how's the sleeping
0: I I really wish I was that woman that was like yeah he sleeps like when he come out of my womb he sleep sleeping 10 to 7 you know you get them like women I'm not that woman like he's literally up every three hours it's really tough yeah by the time I get him to sleep that's like 40 minutes and then it's like two hours of me being woken up Mm. Do you know what?
4: He's (laughs) been inside you. We kind of forget this. They've been inside you for nearly 10 months. And then we expect that when they come out, we expect them to be like, you know, just to know how to go through the night and to know how to take a bottle or take a boob. And it's like for them, it's so new, right? As well, as well as it is for us. I
0: know it is. And it is just the sleep thing because I think sleep deprivation is like a form of torture,
2: isn't it? Yeah. But when you're tired, when you're so tired. But how is he supposed to know? Actually, that's the thing is they call it the fourth trimester and it really is the fourth trimester because they they haven't got a clue what's going on they're just like brand new they've been inside your tummy like uh-huh. all warm and cozy and like just being fed not really having to do anything yeah and that's great all of a sudden they come out <laughs> yeah that,
0: and I missed him being in my belly you know what it was because I knew in my belly he was safe like I, even me leaving the door I'd be like right I need to be on my guard now you know I, but I knew he was protected in there But now he's here, it's like, oh, my God, I've really got to protect him now. I've got to keep him alive. It's scary. (laughs) The first few days I was petrified, petrified of him.
4: Yeah, that, that, that's again, that doesn't go away. And, 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 the, and the sort of dramas just get slightly bigger. Like you want to let them go off and explore and you've got to kind of let them figure out the big bad world. But at the same time, you're like, oh. D- don't fall off that wall. Don't trip over there. Don't get too fast on your yeah. scooter. And then you become yeah. somebody that says, stop, slow down all the time, <laughs> all the time.
0: That's, that's what i mean i've got it all to come over <laughs> <laughs> um, danny this is your first uh, chat
4: since having santi so we kind of wanted yeah. to take you back to the moment that you found out that you were pregnant and what that journey was like yeah. for you
0: oh you know what it was it was it was a shock really i think me and sammy always sort of ne- you know what you're doing do you know what i mean you know what you're doing and it just it was a bit of a, a random surprise and it was just so overwhelming for us it was like i was like. Oh, I remember he was downstairs. And he was playing on um, FIFA, obviously. And um, I was like, I was upstairs and I thought, oh, I'm going to take a pregnancy test. I'm going to take one. You know, like every time you're late on your period, you're pregnant. And that was that sort of thing. And um, I remember going, babe, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and he went, I didn't even tell him I was going to take the test. I didn't even tell him. And then he just ran and he looked at me and he was like, really? He <laughs> The game console in his hands. And I was like, yeah. And then that was it. It was such an exciting time for us. It was like, instantly, I was like, oh, what do I do now? You know, uh, but it's it's very scary. The first few months, I was petrified.
2: Yeah. Absolutely petrified of everything. And so... You obviously said it was a bit of a surprise, but you knew what you were doing. Did you always <laughs> yeah. want to, you know, have a baby in your 20s? Is it something you'd thought about or, it, you know, it, you, you you were with Sammy, you're in a good place and you just thought, yeah, why not now or never? I think I all, I've always just loved babies.
0: I think since I was like 16, I was very maternal. You know, I was very, always around a baby. And I think it was always, if it happens, it happens, you know. Um, and with Sammy, we was in a good place and it was just, I think it wasn't so much of a plan, but it was almost if I do fall pregnant, then that's fine. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think when I did fall pregnant, it was, we were still shocked. And it was like, my mum was like, what app was you using, Dan? Because you know, like you use them like flow apps, you know, like yeah. when you say you're ovulating. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not yeah. I won't get pregnant in, the, in this little gap. And then she was like, oh, you're at work then, didn't it?" <laughs> I was like, oh, mum, for God's sake. Mum, yeah. can I, we stop talking always, about this now, yeah. please,
4: mum? Yeah, this is too much detail, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When she wants to go into detail, I'm like, "No, mum, this is a little bit embarrassing." Even though my mum and dad are so open with me, um but yeah, I, w- I always, always wanted a baby young because my mum and dad did have me young, and they're like my best friends, so it is nice. How how did they take the news? They, oh, they, I think at first I was like quite shocked because I think sometimes you know you sort of talk about it that you're planning for a baby, but I'm always quite secretive. I sort of keep things to myself and all that, and. It wasn't so much we were planning, so it was like but it was so random. And I remember just going around and I was like, I didn't want to tell my mum straight away, but then I did end up telling her anyway. So, so I sort of sat there and then she was like, You look different. And I was just like, Yeah, my mum pregnant. And that was it. And then she was like, Okay, but I didn't want to tell my dad until the scan and stuff. But my mum was like, You need all your support around you. Yeah. Because um it is such a scary time and I was so worried and my dad didn't realise though like he's been so emotional now around Santi Like he I've ne- he, literally the other day he was nearly crying he was like like I love babies and that like obviously people's babies and he's like but your baby went no he oh. went I'm just I've never felt anything like I didn't think I'd feel like this I don't think he ever because he's not experienced being a granddad yet yeah so obviously I've made him first time granddad so yeah it, it for him, I think he's hitting more now because he just sort of see me pregnant and all that getting bigger. And then for him, then seeing me with a baby, he's like, OK, this is real now. <laughs> it's lovely to see the reaction
4: of your parents with your
0: child like that, that, that oh. grandparent
4: love that they and, and the relationship that they can have with with your son or daughter. Like it's 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 magical, isn't it? Like my mom was never really that maternal with me and my sister, but seeing her with my kids it's like it's like heart explosion. She's finally got a yeah, nice role that she yeah. can like look after them, but then she can give them back at the end of the day. She's all right with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. I was talking to this with, like, with my mum the other day because I was saying the thought of looking after someone else's children gives me the fear. Like I wouldn't want to do that. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I'm like, Mum, when do you get to that place where like you want to look after like someone else's children and you want to do everything? And she was Except like, Mind, Georgia. It's, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. she want to look nice. after yours. Um, she was like, It's because you have a break, so you. Have have that love you know you have your children yeah. and then they leave you and then you want them back so then you don't get them back but you get their children yeah that must be what it is it is true because my
0: mum's like that now like my mum is so she's not really affectionate person she's always been like the hardcore one you know if you're crying she's like no pick yourself up but the way she is with this baby is is crazy like I'll ring and I'm like oh mum do you want to pop around yeah I'm round. She was like literally around this morning. She's like, I'm going to take him on a walk. I'm going to take him. She's like, oh, we'll go with the baby mum groups. I'm like, okay, (laughs) mum. She is obsessed with him. And I've never, it is. It must be so different because my nan used to say, she was like, I love my grandkids more than I love my own kids. I'm like, nan? (laughs) (laughs) My mum says the same thing. My mum says exactly the
4: same thing. It's brilliant.
0: Uh, Tell us about your
4: pregnancy. And uh, did you experience any morning sickness? And how were you kind of in those last sort of, few weeks before you popped
0: at the beginning uh, we, I just felt like I was constantly hung over like I wasn't sick but I just had the nausea the migraines I've never experienced headaches like that before and you can't really take anything for it either to help so it was just and I felt like I, I, don't sense it, I felt like I was being that girl that was like oh I've got a headache and you know like them people that really moan all the time but I just couldn't get out of bed so it was that was really tough and I did have a lot of aches and pains So I did have to stop with the Google because then that started worrying me. Um, And towards the end, you know what, towards the end, I loved being pregnant. The beginning I I hated because I genuinely constantly felt like something was wrong because my placenta was at the front I didn't feel the baby kick like I should have done so I was always wanting to go get another the amount of scans I had honestly every time I'd have a scan I'd get like a scan picture on the wall and then in the end I was like okay this looks weird now like I look like some <laughs> completely obsessed woman I was like I'm gonna to have to take a couple down um, I was always worried about like the baby like obviously is he okay and but towards the end I mean he was really um active he just booted oh. me all night this is why he doesn't sleep now so <laughs> I loved it but then I was like oh I really want I want him to come I want, him, I want to know what the, I didn't know the gender you didn't um, know the gender yeah,
2: I, no I didn't know I didn't know if it was a boy or girl oh wow did, so you do any, did you do any like classes I know we've obviously been in lockdown but did you do mm-hmm. like any antenatal classes or like birthing classes or anything like that you know, I did a little bit of yoga um, at the beginning,
0: but it, you know what? It I really struggled. Like Now I've sort of wished we had like the baby mum classes. Now I'm sort of like, I really want mums to speak to, just to like be on a level with, you know, because everyone, most of my friends have had babies, but I feel like when you're sort of in the same trimester as a woman and yeah. you can sort of talk to each other, then you think, oh, okay, that's normal. I'm glad my, their baby's doing that as well, you know, because especially on social media, you do sometimes see this perfect baby and perfect mum and then you start thinking, oh, should I be doing that? Whereas before the antenatal classes, I was like, do I really need them? I probably don't need them, do I? But I actually wish I, we did have that more now like because I feel like maybe I would have been more prepared to actually because I didn't realize baby blues and you yeah. know how I would feel and I'm, I'm quite one of them that's like oh, I will live in the moment but I think you should always be a little bit prepared yeah yeah agreed and do
4: you have like a whatsapp group of mates who are maybe in similar situations to other mums or is that is that the hole that's kind of missing that you can bounce bounce kind of concerns off and those like 3am google searches where you're like why is the poo that color <laughs>
0: yeah I mean, i've become—I've definitely become that and there's like a few apps that i use i use an app called peanut that's really good yeah we um, love peanut because that's that's like with a woman with loads of women on the same space and that really helps me because google isn't always the answer even like with ounces i'm like should my baby be drinking this amount and then it'll be like no it should be drinking this so and i am such a <laughs> i'm not a control freak but i am a little bit crazy and i was a bit like I'm going to stay away from that a little bit because every baby is different, every every
2: child. Absolutely. We'll be right back after the short break.
4: Hi, I'm Vernon Kay.
0: And I'm Holly Mackay.
4: And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva.
0: Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole
4: heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting past the pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast.
1: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's
3: why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
4: So welcome back. Uh, Back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we?
2: and tell us a little bit about the feeding journey you mentioned that you've been breastfeeding and oh Lord, you, we got to talk about the birth now? oh no yeah we're skipping right let's talk about birth birth? first
0: (laughs) (laughs) the birth okay (laughs) how was the birth you know what my birth really wasn't um I didn't have a birth plan or anything like that um because nothing ever goes to plan with me um and it didn't really go the way I wanted it to like I really wanted a natural birth like an actual labor and you know my water's break and a few hours later the baby's arrived like that's how I genuinely fault. Um but no, it was really difficult. My walk was broke the night before, um and obviously the contractions and all that sort of started, but then they slowed down. Um then I had to be put on the drip um because obviously to, for dilating and stuff and I just wasn't dilating enough um for him to come out. So every time I was contracting he was coming back up because then we then realised that the umbilical cord was wrapped around him. So I ended up having to have an emergency C section which I really really didn't want um I don't know what it was it's actually sort of now I look back and I'm like Dan you I know it was only four weeks ago but I've really grown in a month on the fact that I thought like as a woman you should be able to like I felt like my body failed me that's what it was like why can't my body let me naturally have a baby and I was so upset with myself and really beat myself up about it and was like oh I can't believe I've had a disease I was I was so upset and because the baby blues were there as well I was just crying like for a whole week and I was like mum why am I crying so much she was like Dan, it's fine you're going through the baby blues and then I sort of started accepting when I spoke about how I felt about having a c-section so many women related to it and I felt a bit bad saying it because I didn't want women to think that I felt that they were failures but it was my own thing yeah um, and then now I'm like Danny you've got a scar there like you've you've given birth to a, an amazing healthy baby and as long as he's healthy and happy then that's all that matters and I've, I'm glad I've got to that point because the first week I was like looking at myself and I hated myself it's so bad
4: I mean so bad. Perhaps, I hate, yeah. uh, we hate hearing that off you but uh, uh, yeah. you know what I feel like it's quite normal my my issue mm-hmm. with this and I actually think it's a really interesting subject is that they prepare you um, by saying to you right you need to get a, a birthing plan together and you need to have yeah. an idea in your head of how it's going to go but um and I know that there are so many amazing positive birthing stories and that's why Georgia and I love hearing about birth because everyone is so different but I don't feel that they necessarily prepare you when you're birthing plan goes off course and then yeah, it yeah. kind of leaves you feeling slightly like you said I mean thinking that your body failed you that's so upsetting yeah. to hear because your body did the most incredible thing in the world it just didn't yeah. didn't exit it yeah. in the way that you, you thought it been was been. going to
0: <laughs> Oh no! And, that, and that's the thing with birth plans you're so right I don't think they're always like necessary because if it does go wrong, you're only going to hate yourself for it. You can't, you can't plan something like that. It's not like no. planning your weekly food job, is
2: it? No.
0: <laughs> you know, you've got to actually you don't know what's going to happen
2: yeah no do you know know. what and the amount of women that we speak to who feel exactly the same as you do we both Mm. felt it you know like we went into our first um labor like having not having a clue like what was going to happen and it definitely didn't go how we pictured um and it does I think it takes a while to kind of Mm. get your head around that and then like you say the more people you speak to you realize we're all in the same boat like everyone nothing is ever perfect nothing ever goes exactly to plan um and yeah like you say as long as they're happy and healthy doesn't really matter does that's it that's all that
0: matters and I think it's also just breaking away that like too posh to push for so that that quote that people like to say isn't it like that, that's what they say and I was like I think that was a lot harder because the recovery has has been tough you know you can't do it, it was horrible not to be able to like when I, I was so like, like paralyzed yeah and I was so numb and I couldn't even pick the baby up you know that was really difficult but you know what now I think any woman that has a c-section just like take it take it easy on yourself you know and get the help yeah get it what what
4: is the recovery looking like for you Dan? because you're only six weeks postpartum so how's the scar how's your body feeling and how are you sort of feeling in yourself I guess with the baby blues you know what I feel
0: a lot better in myself now like the the, (laughs) all the crying and stuff has actually stopped (laughs) um but I feel so so much better it's nice to be able to I know it sounds silly like hoover <laughs> i don't know what i'm like. what <laughs> you're talking to the right person
4: georgia loves hoovering by the way
0: <gasps> I, just love a, I love i love a clean home I, I'm, I'm really one of them clean home clean mind like if i'm stressed i have to clean or something like that um so it, it's nice to be able to get up now i couldn't laugh girls when you're the you can't laugh it hurts no. so much and my mum comes and stay with me to help and she's very funny, she doesn't mean to be. And I used to have to hold my belly and laugh and I'm like, my laugh's been taken away from (laughs) me. I couldn't laugh, you can't really, yeah, there's a lot of things, but, you feel like you're not going to get better, but you really do. I still have to take it. Care- I can't go to the gym for another couple of months. Um No one can, anything. Dan. You're all right. It's not
4: open yet. Yeah. We, 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 I
0: yeah. miss right. the gym. <laughs> gym. I miss the gym. Yeah, but by the time everything's open again, I'm not going to be bikini body ready. Like, I'm literally not. No
2: one is. Oh. No one is. <laughs> Don't worry about that. all the way, Swimming costumes. <laughs> on so, tell us how the feeding's going now. We've, we've chatted about birth. How, cause this, I found this the biggest struggle. I thought mm-hmm. you had a baby, you put them on your boob and then they just fed and that was yeah. it. I thought that's what happened. So, yeah. tell us how it's been for you.
0: That was genuinely me. I remember when I, when I, he first latched onto the boob and stuff and I was like, oh, there's yellow stuff coming out. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that my body could do that. But it was really difficult for me. Um, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm not impatient, but I do worry quite a lot anyway. I've always been like that. And I just felt like he wasn't ever content or ever really happy. And I know they say every woman can produce the same amount of milk, but I just don't believe that because I've seen like my best friend, her sister, the milk that was coming out of her when she was expressing once, I was like, oh, my God, that's it. That's so easy, what that much milk comes out. I tried and I tried. I've expressed. Um, I just wasn't giving him enough and I know midwives and all that say you have to keep putting him on there you know your body will produce it but I was getting so upset I was just I felt like that's all I was talking about you know like when you become so obsessed with something I was like obsessed with breast milk it was like stupid and my mum was like Dan chill out like if it's not working for you this time it might work on your next baby like enjoy him and I wasn't enjoying it because I felt like he wasn't happy I wasn't happy and you know when they're like Dan he's not hungry he was hungry because like I I give him like a ready-made milk and he done it like I've never fed him before but I was like clearly this you know I'm gonna have to do it so I have been giving him formula I need to sort of still find the right formula for him because he's not really settling yet but I was gutted in my brain it was I was gonna do it for like six months like exclusively breastfeed but just hasn't panned out that way.
4: Both Georgia and I also felt that sort of, you know. You said I was gutted. Like I remember the first time I gave some formula milk to Luna. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I cried. Yeah. I cried okay. when I gave it to her. I was like, I'm poisoning her. How ridiculous yeah. that is! How our mind works I know. because. It wasn't, it wasn't even, I wasn't even a, like, it's not a shame thing, don't get me wrong. It's like, I'm always fed as best. But in my head, I'd built up this thing from what I'd seen online and conversations that I'd had with people about, you know, you've got to breastfeed, you've got to breastfeed, you've got to breastfeed. It's like, we've just got to do what's right for our babies. That's yeah, all it is. That's, that's, Absolutely.
0: I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Because even like my nan's generation and stuff, I remember thinking, I oh, bet they all breastfed. And yeah, I sort of didn't want to tell my nan. I thought my nan would be, you know, like that sort of age. And she was like, I never breastfed.
2: Yeah. So I never
0: did any of that. And I, and a lot of her friends, they never breastfed. So I was like, oh, that makes me feel better because I I thought because I feel like breastfeeding now, I love is so spoken about and so many people do it and I kept thinking why can't I be that girl I want to be that girl that can do it and you know deal with it but I think you're right Feddy's best at the end of the day and you never know my next baby it might go to plan yeah she's talking about her next
4: baby already George I (laughs) know not yet
0: (laughs)
2: oh not yet I need some gin and tonics (laughs) (laughs) I really do need a night (laughs) out well we've got June 21st it's in the diary hopefully
0: he'll be like sleeping by then so the thought of drinking out and waking up every two hours no
4: <laughs> no way no that's the night you call your mum and you go yeah exactly see you <laughs> later bye did you ever have the opportunity to breastfeed santi outside of the house in a you know because i imagine obviously we've been we've obviously been in lockdown for nearly a year now in and out of that so oh, the last four weeks were you kind of battling with it at home on your own
0: yeah. yeah I think I think being in lockdown I didn't realize how much it affected me until I think when you're, you have a baby I know it sounds silly but you think because we can't go out you can't really do anything you can't break the day up and I was indoors with him the weather wasn't great and he's sort of been on my boobs for like two and a half hours and I'm like oh my god like is this it <laughs> you know am I never gonna be able to do it um but I think going out outside and breastfeeding so many women do it but I just feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't ever feel comfortable to breastfeed in public. I know it sounds really weird, but if I see a woman do it, I would good on you. Do you know what I mean? You're feeding your baby. Like my mum is like, if people think that's wrong then more for them. But I feel like for my own personal thing, I wouldn't do it. It's weird, yeah. isn't it?
2: No, do you know what weird. I felt I felt the same. Um with my second gg i i breastfed for a bit longer actually and i found it a lot easier but the yeah. public thing i didn't find that easy and one time i had you know one of those giant muslins Oh yeah. so i had yeah. it like basically over my whole self <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, my, and my son was going it's a ghost it's a ghost <laughs> and all i did was draw more attention oh. to myself yeah, literally i just drew and really i could have just like quickly Wrapped just it whipped yeah. it out and no one would have noticed but instead i I was sat under yeah. a big tent um because so, he wasn't yeah. muslin
0: anyway when you put him a bottle don't you? you always put it under him yeah i think it's just a confidence thing isn't it it's, it's all in your brain like yeah. you should do whatever you want to do yeah and
3: and
4: exactly. what about formula how is he getting on with formula you said you're having a few issues trying to find mm-hmm. the right one what's going on
0: well he loves like he really likes the aptamil ready-made bottles Um, was taken to them fine, but obviously, not I'm not a tight person at all. Do you know what I mean? I would give my child everything, but I thought my mum was like, Dan, they're very expensive. And I was like, They are actually, fair, they're really expensive. And she was like, Get the powder. Oh, he won't drink the powder, honestly. He will not, and he's really not happy with it at the moment. He's so, but I I think I've been cursed because I don't drink tap water, I only drink (laughs) bottles,
2: so I feel like I've been cursed now for a child. He doesn't do powder, no. he wants it all ready-made. My daughter was yeah. exactly the same, she's now 18 months and I have to froth, I have to froth her milk on the coffee. <laughs> I'm not it, joking. Ridiculous. I still do it, I still do it now, it's a joke, it's a complete joke. But they say
0: they're the same, the, the powder and the ready-made, but clearly they're not. They're clearly not the same. He's got a, he's got a refined palate, clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly he, that- he knows <laughs> what he likes he doesn't want it because i think i know he's thirsty and then he because he's like grabs his face and he makes such a noise and then he just sort of spits it all out and i'm and he's pooed it all out and i'm like oh god, oh, god. Like, yeah we're gonna have to see what happens <laughs> <laughs> it's probably nice
4: i guess for you to have sammy around as well a lot like how is he as a dad how's he getting on with
0: everything and is he is he is he taking to it like a duck to water you know what he, he loves it because i remember we was both so scared i was like I don't know how to sterilise a bottle. I don't know how to change a, like a nappy. We both were so in the same. Um, but he's been—he's—I he's, he, know it sounds funny when you watch someone you love with your with your child. It's such an emotional thing, yeah. and it's so lovely. Like obviously, I've had the baby inside me the whole time. So for him to finally have the baby in front of him, it was oh, he's been amazing. He sings to him terribly all the time. Bless him. And it's, I think it's just lovely. Like we put, I feel like we're a little family now.
2: Aww, you know, yeah. He, he
0: said to me today, he was like, "Danny went honestly. he Went, I, have got such a bad. I feel like I've got a hangover. I feel like I've got the hangover. I was like, oh, no, I know, I well, know. Is because he's so he up in the night with he's you, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we take turns on the um the night feeds." I remember going, don't worry, babe, like trying to be like that Stepford wife. Like, I'll do it all. And I'm like, no, nah, babe, we're sharing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, can do the nice Never promise that, you know I mean?
4: Dan. Never promise that, no, ever. Never. definitely
0: you not. You like, when you first get from someone you're like, yeah, I do the cooking, I do the cleaning, and I'm that sort of, one I'm like, nah. definitely not you hear the baby cry and then all of a sudden we we lay there and he's
2: like who's gonna get up (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's gonna crack first so obviously you've got a huge online following how Mm -hmm. have you found like the comments around motherhood because I think you know sometimes if someone comments about you you can you can take it but when someone is making a comment about your child or you as a mother it can be you know it can be really it could be tough yeah,
0: I think I don't think anyone can ever experience um, like anyone can ever teach you. Like everyone was like, oh, I bet you're used to it, you know, because your dad was in the public eye and stuff. And I was like, no, because it was never me. The comments were never directly to me. And when my dad would get, you know, trolling or anything negative because it wasn't me, I thought all that stuff was bizarre. So in the perfect it's pathetic what they're saying. But when it's actually you, it hurts. And it, you know what? I, I sort of dealt with it. You have your highs and lows in the media um, and sometimes it is a lot you feel like it's a lot worse than what it is but now in the motherhood thing you do get messages of women um that are just not helpful or not supportive and, and they sort of say things and you think I really don't need to hear that it's lovely when a woman says why don't you try this or my baby had this maybe he's got that or but when they're just really rude I remember putting him in a coat we, we'd been on a walk and, he, and he's and he been freezing obviously it's nice now but he was freezing and I took him on a little walk and obviously I'm bringing out my prams and stuff so I thought oh he looks lovely in his coat let me put him in the car seat and I'm going to take a picture in in the car seat whilst he was asleep and I had messages off with me like you're you're going to make him suffocate um he's going to overheat in the car if you have a car crash He's not going to be safe. He's not going to be protected if you have a car crash. I'm like, oh my god! Like, why are you even saying that to me? Like, chill out. I've had a lot of that. Yeah. Um, swear, with the breastfeeding, I had a lot of a few messages of women saying, you know, breast is best. You need to feed him that. A lot of women telling me I shouldn't have these vaccinations done. Um, and it's just really difficult because I feel. I felt like I had to talk to my best friends who have had babies because they was like, Dad, no one is a perfect mum. You do what you want to do. It's your baby. You do what you want. There's no book. You can't, can read as many books as you want. It's all what you want to do. And it was nice to hear that because – you do get a bit lost in it and start listening to people that you've never met. Yeah. And I love the fact that it is like a community on Instagram and so women are so supportive and really lovely and they really put a smile on your face. I get messages and they're like, oh, Dan, you know, keep doing you, you know, I hope you're doing well. And they're lovely. But when you're getting negative stuff and you are emotional, it can be a bit tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course it can.
4: I, I always think this, yeah. that, that for every negative, you, you might get 10 positive comments, but that one yeah. that comes in that's negative about how you're parenting or a comment about your baby or whatever, that's the one that stays with you. And that's the thing that people people that troll, they don't really see that there's a person behind that that message receiving it and no. taking it in. Like if anyone says, I think about it, and t- my husband's like, just forget about it. Like d- don't even take it on board. Like think about all the positive yeah.
0: stuff, but it's quite, it's quite tricky to do that.
4: I yeah it's, it's
0: so tricky and it's even like with like comment sections and stuff like knowing I know it sounds silly but like the Daily Mail and stuff I try not to ever look at them comments because I know as soon as I click that button I'm going to be hurt from something and it's like but for some reason sometimes you want to you want to just see and I had it obviously just having the baby and stuff and people were saying I mean, I don't know, I was probably a man a couple of like men comments and I was like oh of course she's huge do you know? What I mean, oh, she's huge God. and stuff like that. And I was like, I just oh. had a baby, for God's sake! Like, yeah. Leave me alone. Um, but I think gradually, hopefully, that soon, comment sections like that will just be taken away, just to
2: prevent that, because yeah. it's just it's not nice for anyone, you know. But I guess as well, you know, it's not even just online. Obviously, we can't go out at the moment. But mm. I think I felt a lot more protective when I was in a restaurant, even if someone gave me a funny look if I was bottle feeding. You'd feel, oh, yeah. Good protective and um I think yeah I think that I found that really difficult sort of comments from other people and even Mm. yeah just I think you feel a lot more sensitive to things when when it's about how you're how you are as a parent Um, yeah like how
0: you're feeding your baby as well it's mad isn't it that we've become like that yeah I I don't know when that happened though because I said like with my nan and stuff that it was just a normal thing for them feed the baby how you want but now it's so spoken about on how you should feed your baby Mm ignore mm. them that's what I say you
4: just do whatever works for you
0: <laughs> yeah that's it
4: No, um Danny tell us about your prams because you've just told us that you've got your prams coming out tell us about that whole collaboration
0: oh honestly it, it feels like it's been going on a lifetime obviously we've been in lockdown for a year now so it sort of happened when I fell pregnant my baby you know sort of approached me and I knew they did collaborations with obviously women that I follow and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I would love to. Um, but it's a lot harder than you think, really, because I'm such a plain person. I, would, I want everything plain. And I was like, oh, I want my buggies to be this colour. And I was like, Dan, you can't always do things for you. You need to actually branch out and see what, <laughs> what other people would like. Yeah. Um, so it did come all together. And what did we like? And it was very back and forth. and. You know, i come up with the name Cherish because I feel like Cherish every moment. Um, and I use that elephants because I love elephants. There's something really calming about an elephant. I don't know why in an animals and animal prints. I feel like babies just look really cute in animal print. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was so much fun to do it and create all different designs and stuff. And. It was meant to come out a little bit earlier, but obviously with everything going on with COVID and stuff, it took a bit longer. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really impressed with it all.
2: <laughs> and obviously at the moment, all we can do is go out walking in the pram. So what are you, <laughs> yeah. what do you look for from a pram? Like, are you looking for a pram you can take in the woods? Like what, what, what are the prams that you've, you, that are going to be in your collection?
0: So I've got all different kinds of prams. The prams I'm using at the minute, literally the pram I'm always out with. My mum has got the rose gold the rose gold marble print. I've got the blue one because my boyfriend's like, no, Danny, he's got to be in blue. He's a boy. And I'm like, oh, will you like the rose gold? I'll use that one. <laughs> he's like, no, you're not. But yeah, you can go through the forest. in them. We've got one where you can attach from the car seat. So literally, if you're going shopping, which hopefully is happening very soon, you can literally take out the car seat, put it on. You know, you've got one where they get a little bit bigger, all different kinds. So it is nice for me, the fact that, I've got my own, my own range, and I'm literally always out in that buggy. I'm like, I'm gonna need another one. I'm constantly out walking around in this, but it's it's nice. It's nice for all different ages as well. And one I can take on holiday. Just you wanna keep it easy. Like, because with me as well, I'm a little bit at first I was like, I actually need to realise how I can like, use the car seat. I don't know how to use the car seat. Oh mate, That's we're all in the same out. boat like, there. Like, how do you click it in? How do you pop them out? Yeah, You're the like spending in. ages like Ugh. Yeah. That's what I've been like, like literally. But now with the prams as well, even when they turn up, I was like, I need to practice because I'm embarrassing. I can't use my own prams <laughs> when I'm out. It's embarrassing. So I literally have to teach myself things on a daily basis. Um, yeah. And you
4: mentioned that, obviously not right now, but you do want to have more children. So that is on the agenda, is it?
0: Not yet. You know, no. like some people have babies like three months later and then they're pregnant again. Like, oh my God, that's probably incredible for when they're older. But just for me, I just, I want, I really, really want to enjoy Santi. Like, I really want to just enjoy him and. Go on the pill, <laughs> and, and then in a few years' time, we'll see what happens. Like, like, well, you know, you go again in eighteen months. I'm like, no, chill. Yeah, game
2: off. <laughs> just chill,
4: Sammy. Just chill. Yeah,
2: mate. yeah. I need a few no, nights just, out. Yeah, um, I just need a few nights out. <laughs> we always love to ask people like what piece of advice they would give to another new mum. So, what piece of advice would you give to someone who's watching this, who's pregnant, about to have their first child? I would literally
0: just say like enjoy every single moment, enjoy the last few weeks of sleep as well. (laughs) I remember I literally we had sleepless nights pregnant. I'm like no 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 no, get your sleep in. And I'd say also don't be ashamed to ask for help. I really was like that with my mum. My mum was so helpful, and I started thinking should she be helping me this much? Like you know, but I've needed my mum. You know, I really have. And if you've got a friend, either your dad or anyone. You can rely on then do it because it, even just that 10 minutes of, of, you know, having someone to talk to as well. has been really good for me, like my friends, because the first week when you've had your baby, you are emotional. I don't feel anyone really teaches you that. But if you talk to someone, you'll end up laughing at the end of it. Just that little laugh. And the times we're in now, it has been tough for so many of us. So I would just say just enjoy it really. Are. But just get used to the, the sleepless night. <laughs> or you might have a baby that sleeps 10 till 7 you might be that lucky one <laughs>
4: yeah and that yeah, does happen that does happen sometimes actually yeah. you know, every baby yeah. is so different we always talk about the sleepless nights and stuff and then you get you've got a mate of yours it's like well my baby's sleeping you know four hours five hours straight you're like doing what Doing what, sorry? <laughs> sorry, what? <do> you think? <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> um, Danny, before we say goodbye, you're obviously in the mix of kind of the newborn phase. So could you just tell us your five favourite products that are getting you through the early days with Santi?
0: Okay, so the early days, pyjamas, the the button ones, especially when I was using, um, when I was breastfeeding, that was really good for me. Mamma that have you ever used that brand? Yes. They are amazing. Oh my God, like I never got any stretch marks. Um, I know everyone's different though, aren't they? So I don't... I know you can say I recommend a cream, but I do sometimes think it can be jeans or anything like that. But Mama Mio, their tummy rub oil and their body cream, oh, my God, has literally saved me. What else have I been using? Deodorant. <laughs> 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 because sometimes, sometimes you can't get up and have a shower. Like, you know, you shower when that baby sleeps. So I would say... My deodorant, my face cream. I've been really treating myself over night time to a nice face cream. And what else have I been doing? And anything for the ba- anything for the baby? I love that you've gone deodorant
4: <laughs> face cream for myself. Yeah, pyjamas. <laughs> baby another five. I'm gonna
0: give the baby another five.
4: I'm gonna give them.
0: So I would say you try deodorant because that is the best one. Oh it's that the best the baby. one. Oh, you've got to ultimate. I've
4: got it. I got yes. I use it. We use it. <laughs>
0: Love Mitchum, it's honestly saved me. It really, really has. Um for the baby, I would say definitely, definitely have Vaseline for the baby, um, for their bum. Really, really good for them, for their face, dry skin. I also use coconut oil for the baby. Really? That oil. is love coconut oil, it's all fresh and stuff. I was like, Can you cook with that? Gross, we'd never cook with that. <laughs> um so obviously you can just I, I love it. I cream him all the time. I'm really sad. Like, he hates me. <laughs> I like put all coconut oil in his body. That's really good. Nappies, 100% need. Have loads of baby grows. I've noticed um, I needed a lot, a lot of them. What else have I used for the baby? Sudocrem? that's really good. Sometimes their bum gets a little bit sore. What's he sleeping Milk. in? What's he sleeping in? He sleeps in a little snooze pod, but I do like a sleepy head in the day. They yeah. are really good. They're like the yeah. big sleepy heads. I know yeah, they're not recommended sleeping, I don't want the trolls on me. Um, but they are really good um, downstairs when you're looking at them. And also, another one, pram nest. That's really good. What's that? What's that? It's, it's sort of like a sleepy head, but in a pram, he loves it. So when you go out, I to show, it's like a, like a round little cushion thing. But he also looks like a little sleeping bag. It has been good for him.
2: He like uh, literally snuggles up in it. Yeah, maybe okay. we should check that out. Me. though. we don't know about that. That was, <laughs> fire. That was, that was loads, but that's great. <laughs> yeah, Danny,
4: thank you so much for sitting down with us today. It's been absolutely oh. just wonderful to catch up, and um, you sound like you're absolutely smashing it. So thank you. Oh,
0: thank, thank you for having me, girls. <laughs> I feel like we can chat
4: all day. Is someone going to bring us a glass of wine? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd
0: love one.
4: <laughs> See, she's just mega, isn't she? We, we said that before we got into the chat that you just fall in love with her when you hear that conversation because of her down-to-earthness and her realness. Um, yeah,
2: exactly. She's just facing the same issues that everyone else you know has been through you know with the sleeping with the feeding and it's really interesting as well I guess it's something we don't talk about so often is that it isn't actually that easy to formula feed it's not that straightforward it's about finding the right milk finding the right bottles finding the right teats working out out how to sterilize there are so many challenges and um, it's just nice. you know it's nice to hear people talking about them so yes thank you Danny yeah being so lovely and honest
4: Danny. that was a really lovely conversation and uh, we'll let you know when the chat with Binky is out as always we would love you to rate review uh, and subscribe or follow the podcast and if you could tell one of your parent mates that you know is not listening to the podcast and even if they're just like oh I don't know about podcasts I can't get into them you just need to like persuade them that it's the way forward That'd yeah and
2: show <laughs> them how to find them because yes. sometimes that's the biggest hurdle they just don't have any idea how to listen Yeah, um, and it's really easy and once you do you love them so there we go Um, and any suggestions for topics you want us to cover or guests that you think would be interesting then please do drop us a dm at made by mamas and we'll be back on friday see you then